Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode seven of volume two of Challenge of the Gobots. It is Quest for the Creator. This episode was written by Jeff Siegel, Kelly Ward, John Loy, and Peter Anderegg. And the last time on the Challenge of the Gobots, what seemed like a botched jailbreak ended up working out for the Renegades when the Guardians flew off on a quest to find the last engineer. Mm. And in this episode, the command center arrives in the star system with the last engineer. <laughs> yes, and we're here in the... Antares star system, and no, we are not. Antares is a red supergiant star, and all we can see are blue ones. Like, if Antares <laughs> was around, you'd notice it. And the planets are, they're not as bad as some of the goofy GoBot planets we've seen, or planets no. we've seen in this show, but they're they're a little silly. Yeah, it's like that 80s thing where all the planets are in one shot, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, either way, Scooter insists this is the spot, based on the coordinates he got in that uh, room with no windows or doors, and here's the planet they're looking for. Here it is. Yeah, it's uh, very much like Jupiter. It's got wild storms all over. They mm. fly into this dense atmosphere and at first like some of the atmosphere comes alive and uh do you, do you remember the mummy with brandon fraser brendan fraser i don't think i've ever oh, seen oh you gotta one. watch the mummy dear listener if you haven't watched the mummy go watch the mummy don't watch any of the others but uh the, there's that scene in the mummy where it comes out of this the dust they fade the mummy's face oh, does. yeah i think i know what that yeah yeah, I yeah it's a famous that. shot yeah it was in but the trailer that happens me. in the clouds and then then some of the clouds turn into hands and then tentacles and they start yeah. whipping command center all about it's like shaking them and rolling the ship and yeah. but uh it leaves them alone once they get near the surface and nick is gonna be sick and but he isn't unfortunately and in sick bay uh rescue and aj are with turbo who's in a glass case now and uh aj wants them to drive more carefully <laughs> yeah there's a lot of quips and comments to scooter uh he takes a lot of shit this episode but you know what i will say scooter holds his own in this episode yep. he's not an idiot he stabilizes command center they fly over some lava and right away find this volcano and leader one goes that's the place right there yep stop the I'm car feeling. that's the place stop yeah, so they Put do. everything and, on uh, red. <laughs> yeah, leader one and Matt get out and fly into this volcano, and leader one converts, and Matt immediately jumps out. No spacesuit, but he does have a flashlight, oh, which is the next best thing. Yeah, yes. he also has a Swiss Army knife in his back pocket. Yeah. But it's not until they get into these volcano caverns that leader one says, "Ah, I'm picking up the signal now." So th- <laughs> uh, whatever they they start going deeper into the caves. They make contact with the the uh, command center. And and start heading into the caves following this signal. And as they do, red eyes light up behind a column. Ooh, and back on the command center, that cloud monster thing appears outside again. And very quickly, right back with Matt and Leader One. A lot of quick switching around on this one. Yes. They find a wooden gate with Vamp stuck to it. Like, no, yeah. really, she's part of the wall, I guess. But since they have no idea it's her, I guess this is her first appearance because the story order is batshit crazy <laughs> yeah so if, if for whatever reason dear listener you haven't listened to the previous couple episodes this arc that we're in right now is supposed to happen immediately after the five-part challenge of the gobots yeah so yeah this is the first time i don't think they're even renegades yet this yeah. is the first time a monster gobots appeared but vamp doesn't do anything it just she opens her mouth and goes ah and then they walk away yeah it's like isn't that excellent workmanship like they literally think it's a carving or something oh okay, and back okay. in the command center it's uh it's getting hit by lightning and rescue can't keep turbo stable under these working conditions so scooter radios leader one and he basically says all right yeah we'll take off you know but uh, as soon as the command center blasts off a huge bolt of lightning hits the hole in the bottom of the volcano that they went in and it erupts so they're dead <laughs> yeah yeah uh, scooter uh, calls leader one he's like you know th- there's lava but 
course, it's not coming through conveniently this time. So in the tunnels, Leader One and Matt suddenly see this giant flood of lava coming towards them. So Leader One converts, Matt jumps in them, and they start to fly away. Yep, but the lava has them trapped inside, and they're coming up on that weird gate again. But uh, when Leader One goes to blast it down, the statue, well, vamp, jumps out of the way and then converts and flies off. So, you know, I didn't get the whole statue idea at all. I just thought they came up on a GoBot. And again, this is because it's so out of order. It never occurred to me. Well, I knew they hadn't seen Vamp, yeah. but I wasn't thinking that way. I was like, oh, that's Vamp. I wasn't thinking they've never seen a GoBot like this. They must. Anyway, it's a little embarrassing to admit that this show threw me from for a loop. But yeah, <laughs> they do fire. Vamp jumps out of the way. They blow the gate out and then just fly through and uh, go up in a tunnel. And then they land somewhere safe. And Matt jumps out again. And they wonder what that creature was, like Vamp. And uh, they get a hold of the command center and the ship is fine, but Turbo is running on fumes, Rescue says. Oh, it's worth noting Vamp converted and chased after them, which was that moment where they like, hey, did you see that? Again, who cares? We know who Vamp is. Uh, (laughs) So they go through the tunnels, they follow the signal, and then find all these stone ruins. And in the ruins, there's what I would only describe as a stasis tube we've seen earlier. And there's a dude inside, a human. Mm -hmm. So they radio Scooter and say, hey, we found the last engineer, but then there's a voice behind them and... Vamp and Scorp, we know who it is, but these creatures are like, and we found you! (laughs) Commercial break. So when we come back, Leader One Blast, Scorp, Vamp hypnotizes Matt, and I don't know that we ever see this again. Maybe we will in the next couple episodes, but we haven't seen, I don't think we've seen this before, that Vamp uses hypnotizing eye lasers on Matt, and then when Leader One goes to shoot at Vamp, he has an energy shield that works way better than Leader One's. Yeah, it's a thing ricochets right off him, and so Leader One tells Matt, you know, get out of there, and he just calmly starts walking away, but then Scorp converts and bullseyes him with his tail laser so yeah he's dead <laughs> so leader one runs in to save matt and uh gets shot by vamp and then scorp he goes down they're both unconscious and back at command center leader one can't contact either of them and nick goes maybe they're just distracted and nick oh they're they're, they're so distracted that leader one won't notice his chest plate flashing <laughs> yes. and scooter's voice in his ear You fucking idiot. But, uh, yeah, Scooter can't get a hold of him again. But Pathfinder points out that the storm has cleared, so it's time to go back in. And back in, I guess, down on the planet, Scorp and Vamp throw the one. Sorry, Paul, I have to say, it wasn't Pathfinder. It was Scooter who said, I hate to say it, but I think we have to go back. Oh. I, I do have to give him credit. He's he's showing some chutzpah in this episode. <laughs> but uh, yeah, back on the planet, Scorp and Vamp throw Leader One and Matt in a prison cell with the electric bars. And uh, they're going to sell Leader One in the slave market. And when Scorp asks, what about the puny one? And I rewound this six times. Vamp says, maybe the captains will use him for Gorbot feed. That's, that's really? what I, I, I assumed it was some monster, like in Ghostbusters, when they talk about the slore, a mighty <laughs> slore. Who knows what a slore is? This is a Gorba. Who knows what? Anyway, with the volcano flowing lava, the Guardians and Command Center can't just enter the way Leader One did. So Pathfinder suggests we should all split up uh, because, oh, Blaster and Flip Top are here as well. Mm. Uh, we'll all split up and search for uh, entrances around the base. Nick, you stay here and watch Command Center. <laughs> yeah, good. Stay here. But uh, yeah, Scooter and Pathfinder find a cave and start heading inside. And inside, uh, Vamp detects them coming. But before they see each other, Scooter stops Pathfinder and says he has a funny feeling about this setup, he calls it. Yeah, turns out Vamp even tells Scorp, I got something planned here. Check this out. Scooter picks up a rock, throws it in, and a giant ass boulder it's not so much a cave in as a cave drop 
or a rock splat <laughs> uh, hits the ground and they're like aha it was a trap and back with vamp and scorp he thinks the trap got them so the, they're gonna go see their flattened remains i guess and now with the pathfinder radios in the blaster and flip top they found a way in but then scooter sees the remains of a dead robot or gobot of some kind and he's all scared oh, but this the remains of this gobot robot whatever it was it's it's not just remains it's like a crushed skull with an eye socket hanging out yeah and a dislocated jaw it's severely like there are moments in this cartoon where they show something that the second you ignore it as oh it's a cartoon robot and you start thinking of it as it's a sentient life form or it was it gets fucked up because this thing did not die quickly <laughs> by or, the looks of it or well no. But that doesn't really matter because suddenly a bright light comes on. Scorp and Vamp were, yeah, they're waiting for him. And they open fire. Yeah, and Scooter converts and starts driving around. But Pathfinder shoots back up at them and Vamp goes after her while Scorp flies off after Scooter, who's like frantically trying to find the exit. He's like, where's the exit? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there's a bit of back and forth with Pathfinder, but very quickly Vamp gets fired upon by Blaster and Flip-Top, and then Flip-Top turns around and shoots down Scorp. Yeah, this was kind of a badass move, because you it see really Scooter was. coming down the tunnel with Scorp after him. Flip-Top just looks over, casually lifts his arm, bullseye Scorp, takes him out one shot. It's like, like it's no big deal. As soon as I saw that moment, I was like, who's your least favorite now paul <laughs> well that was wrong way last oh, time oh was it wrong way oh okay well that joke went flat uh <laughs> but uh both gobot or monster gobots because again i don't think they're renegades yet but they're like let's get the fuck out of here and they retreat and the guardians give chase and back with leader one and matt he tries blasting the wall but it doesn't do anything so he asks matt what they're gonna do and matt says well i don't have my flashlight anymore so we're pretty much fucked bud and that's all i had <laughs> <laughs> so leader one says don't worry i have an idea and then we have scorp and vamp walk in and there's leader one and matt laying unconscious in the floor and leader one must have been working his core because he sits up in a perfect crunch <laughs> yes. sticks his fist forward and just blasts them both yep the old playing possum bit and uh so then they lock vamp and scorp in the cell and uh, the others are here now too but there's no time to explain he has something important to show them and of course the important thing is the what they believe is the last engineer so they, they go to this stasis tube and uh, Scooter turns it on and we see it is the last engineer. There is uh, like a holographic or projecting display that comes out of Scooter's eyes and credit where credit's due, it is very succinct and tells you everything you need to know. It opens on a war and we know there was a war on Gobotron when apparently humans who wore denim button-ups and khakis lived there. <laughs> Oh, that's a whole other thing. Uh, but we see this war. We see this guy who's in the stasis, the last uh, the last uh, engineer. He runs away from the soldiers. He gets in a spaceship, crashes on this planet, puts himself in stasis. And it's like bang, 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 four or five really quick shots. Yep. Tells the entire story. Gets it done. And back uh, back to reality. His uh, This guy's hand moves inside the thing and commercial break. And when we come back, he wakes up and yeah, it's a guy. It, it is literally a dude with like a shock of white hair, five o'clock shadow he does have some kind of cyborg aperture eye yeah but he is wearing a denim button-up shirt collared shirt with breast like it's it's a, it's a shirt yeah. and fucking pair of khakis it's like knee-high fuck? fucking boots yeah very tasteful. oh my god <laughs> oh i do want to point out that though the name of this voice actor is a guy named peter renaday and when he started talking i was like who is this i know this voice mm. it was i was racking my brain so i ended up having to look him up fucking splinter yeah he was also duncan in uh, dragon age origins oh there you go and he says he's glad to see his guardian friends and asks what happened to the hideous pair that guard the volcano and blasters are like ah we took care of them we killed them good dead uh but they didn't 
But they do tell him, hey, the reason we're here is we need you to save our friend, which, in my opinion, is the weakest part of this entire arc, because the whole idea of the last engineer, whatever he is, can save Turbo came out of nowhere, and it's been driving the story. Conveniently, though, he says, yeah, I can do it. <laughs> yeah, just bring him down here. It's fine. So they do, and the engineer's like, oh, he was exposed to cold, was he? Well, that's easy enough. And he just opens up a panel under his tomb, pulls a lever, which upends this stretcher thing that they have turbo on, and just drops him into a hole in the ground. Yeah, and which and then he bounces off some, like, bouncy energy rings, comes, his boosters turn on, he comes, there's a quick moment where all the GoBots are like, oh, no, and the Renegade, or last, fuck, I keep calling him the wrong name. Surprise, surprise, spoilers, but... <laughs> Uh, the last engineer, whatever his nuts is, keeps saying, trust me, trust me. And yeah, he'll uh, be fine. Yeah. And, and eventually Turbo comes up and goes, I feel great. And I look like a clown. And they're all like, yay. And uh, they want to know how they can never repay him. And he's like, well, it's been a few hundred years since I ate anything. So they take him aboard <laughs> command center and give him a steak or whatever it was. And they ask him if there's anything else they can do for him. And he wants to see Gobotron again. Yeah. So they head off there and we cut to a shot with Scooter and the last engineer on the deck of the command center scooters giving them the tour and importantly points out shield control yeah he's telling them what every button on the panel does and yeah the shields is one of them and then they get attacked and it's thruster and on thruster psykill orders Coptor attack them don't destroy them because they're i'm making quote signs here carrying precious cargo yes and uh back on command center scooter tells leader one that their shield can't hold up much longer <laughs> and then psykill actually gets on the screen and tells them look man your shields won't hold forever so hand over the last engineer to me and the second leader one's like i don't believe you psykill the last engineer just runs over shuts down the shields pulls a gun and goes fuck you motherfuckers yeah not even if i want to go <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, he shoots smallfoot down um and then when matt runs at him he uses his cool cyborg guy zaps matt with that so why did he need the gun that doesn't matter um and then he's he puts the gun to smallfoot's head and says you dummies i'm not the last engineer i'm the master renegade dun dun They find who they believe is the last engineer lying in suspended animation, and when he wakes up, he asks if they dealt with the two gruesome bastards guarding the place, and they tell him, yep, and he's seemingly fine with that. Why don't they question why two renegades, well, at the very least, they're gobots who aren't guardians, were guarding this guy's hideout? Like, there are only two reasons you put guards on a door, or lock a door, or even have a door, and that's to keep something out, or to keep something in. So who put the guards and the door there in the first place? Now, we know the real answer, but until this guy tips his hand when they get to Gobotron, they all think he's the real last engineer, even Psykill. Assuming this was the last engineer, and he put Vamp and Scorp out there to guard him in a suspended animation thing, shouldn't the guardians in question why he wasn't a Upset that they were defeated, or if Vamp and Scorp were guarding the place to keep him in, like it's the other way around, and to keep any guardians that might stop by from getting to him, why didn't they question why those two didn't save themselves a few centuries of guard duty over a guy in suspended animation and had just killed him and had it done? Also, they should have realized it's not the guy they're looking for right away compared to the guy Scooter saw in the cube thing last time. Unshaven, different clothes, totally different voice. It's kind of weird hearing Peter Renate's voice. Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Netpickers podcast show. The next episode Paul and I are going to review is The Fall of Gobotron. If you want to meet, if you want to, I don't know what.
Hey, you know what, Paul? I like the autumn. I kind of can't wait for the pumpkin spice stuff to come out again because I like that, and I'm a total fucking girl. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Twitter I'm a, and tell me how much you love pumpkin spice as well. I'm at John Sobey. Paul's at P. McPherson 1. And, and you sh- know what? I'm going to wear a scarf. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever you listen to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everyone you know. And, I uh, have placemats and a table runner that have an autumn color pattern. I'm Martha fucking Stewart when it comes to this shit. I don't have my flashlight anymore, so we're pretty much fucked, bud, and that's all I had.